Something weird, and that weirdness is us coming at you with some Marvel comics. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner, and... I'm Brandon. Uh, Brandon. And this is See? episode number one of the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast, Fresh Start. Yes, it is. I was wondering if Brandon would know to jump in there. But yes, here it, we are. The three of us are here. Well seasoned. Fresh start. Yes, well seasoned, <laughs> indeed. We're here for uh, Marvel's Fresh Start. And we figured we'd try this out, something kind of spur of the moment. I said uh, before we started, Eric didn't even know we were doing it tonight, but welcome <laughs> to, like Eric said, the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast for the week of May 7th, 2018. Uh, we'll see how this goes. We're going to be doing just the Fresh Start books, so for a while there, uh, this podcast will have one, two books, maybe none. Pretty relaxed. Yeah, it will be, but we're going to do this as a little bit more of a relaxing pace. Than as soon the... as it hits three and over, Eric will bail on us. Yeah, I'm telling you, well, he may. And I said, uh, we're going to do this in a way where it doesn't matter if somebody has to bail for the week, and we don't even know what day we'll do it. You know, everything's oh, kind of being put together Daddy, right, on the fly. So Right before we got on, Justice got home from work. I'm like, all right, I got to go do another podcast. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah. I had to go and say, I'm doing a Marvel Comics podcast. And she's like, what? Yeah, I'm telling you. I, I, Tanya <laughs> I already heard, never Tanya heard it. me saying it and freaked out. So it was like confession night. It was. Oh my, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I said I that, haven't but, said anything yet. I will just, yeah. it will come out naturally. Over well, time, I, I, I told, I told <laughs> Tanya, even like I just said, it's not going to be one of those nine hour podcasts. No. I, I would guess that we're going to keep it within an hour length and try to do it that way. Uh, really try to do it the right way. Uh, and that is the way, but here we are because it's starting this week with Avengers number one. Obviously, this is the big book that came out to start this off. Uh, but even before we go into it, we talked about it before that really, if you're going to read this, you don't have to read anything really but legacy. Uh, the legacy issue, but Uh-oh. the weird thing about it, well, yeah, really, uh, the weird <laughs> thing about it, and I'm glad, actually, that Eric is kind of, Eric is the guy who, when I said that we might do this, he kind of took it very uh, lax. Uh, you know, he's a relaxed guy over there. I ended up staying up till 6 a.m. a bunch of nights on the on weekends <laughs> trying to catch up, realizing that when I got to this issue that it really didn't matter uh, that yeah. much. But All I was glad was I did. Not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad I did. But I even said to Eric, Eric kept saying that I was going to keep repeating that I was not that into Marvel Comics, you know, at any point. I said, no, 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 I'll keep repeating how much time I wasted leading into this <laughs> because kind of the the concept of this is going to be a bunch of guys just diving into this fresh start with different fresh bits start. of background with this. But really, we'll go into that sometime later because we're going to get into this. But like I said, if you go into this, I think that we'd agree. The only thing that you really have, you don't have to read anything. You don't even have to read Legacy, but that would be a good start because it really does set things up going into this. Uh, in the meantime, they did have a free comic book day Avengers story that fills in some of the blanks. But to me, it was a little more confusing than this issue for new readers, which I thought was very odd, except that... You would read this first, go back, it fills in the blank, stuff like that. Um, but you read Legacy, obviously, Brandon. Uh, yeah. Uh, with that, this issue, 
uh, felt more like a, I thought that that was more of like the Rebirth issue, Rebirth special number one at DC, the Legacy yeah, issue. Yeah, it definitely actually, was. And actually, I also think that this is kind of like it as well, uh, because the Marvel Comics universe has gotten a, a little skewed with, you know, who Captain America is, who, you know, who's the Iron Man and stuff like that. And who's Unworthy Thor? Thor, which we go into it in different deal There's with that. There's two of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it, it was weird because this fresh start starting with this Avengers almost seemed like a rebirth, almost say, listen, we're going to get back to the legacy. We're going to get back to, you know, what people loved before. And with that, even the dialogue between the three main guys, you know, Thor, Tony Stark and and Cap. Uh, really seemed like it was like saying to fans, like, listen, you know what? I know that we did all this. That was fun and whatever, but we're going to get back to what you guys really love. And I, I did like that. I, I thought that that was pretty cool. It got me excited. You know, I don't know if I mentioned I spent a lot of time trying to catch up to get to yeah. this issue. And uh, boy, uh, but really, we're going to start right now. It is <laughs> Avengers number one. I'm telling you, I spent a lot of time. Written by Jason Aaron. Art by Ed McGinnis, Mark Morales, David Curiel. And VCs Corey Pettit, and I before I even say, because I'll read the solicit for this, uh, one of the things that I've taken from all that work I did, uh, Eric, is that Jason Aaron's pretty much my favorite writer right now. He really is. Yeah. So when, when yeah, I was reading good. all these things, I actually didn't even realize that he was on Avengers. So as I was reading stuff, a lot of Thor stuff, obviously, with him, uh, I was really impressed by him and really took, like, boy, this is one of my favorite writers now. So then when I realized, oh my God, he's the one who did Avengers, I knew that I was going to like it. You know, well, it was, Jimmy's it was on board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I really do like his style. Kind of uh, like the Jeff the... Johns of Marvel yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like writing-wise. Yeah, and it's funny because as I was doing this, now I'm going to go back to all this work I did. But no, as I was reading it, obviously I read a lot of Brian Michael Bendis. And as I was reading that, it's kind of a weird thing heading this fresh start and catching up, knowing that Brian Michael Bendis obviously has moved to D.C., uh, but also seeing exactly what Brandon has been talking about with Brian Michael Bendis, uh, with well, his writing style, which I, I've been talking, and really <laughs> all of this – yeah. Oh, I talked Tell to him all day. Every chance I get, just yeah. wait. Yeah, and I'm. Ta I was talking to Eric about it and kind of giving him an explanation of it. But it's kind of a weird thing to get ready for this fresh start that you really do have to. If you're going to go back and read the stuff, you're going to run into a lot of Brian Michael Bendis stuff. But because of the whole deal of him leaving, it just seems a little odd. Uh, yeah. the timing. I think that's why it. it feels fresh to me personally. Yeah, yeah, and and even <laughs> even with the deal. So I'm I'm reading, you know, Invincible Iron Man leading up to this, and you have the idea where you have this issue, but that series didn't even end yet with Brian Michael Bendis because I guess it was delayed because he was sick. I don't even know why, but you know, you're still waiting for that and stuff. It's very odd. Very Which odd. I hate indeed. that shit. <laughs> yeah, well, here we go. A new era dawns for Earth's mightiest heroes, courtesy of Jason Aaron and Ed McGuinness, Thor Odinson, Steve Rogers, Tony Stark. The big three of the Avengers are reunited at last, and just in time to save the world from total annihilation in the hands of their most powerful enemies yet, the 2,000-foot-tall space gods known as Celestials. Behold the coming of the final host. Who will answer the call to assemble for a wild new era of Earth's mightiest heroes? Hint, one of them has a flaming skull for a head. And what strange world-shaking connection exists between the final host and Odin's ancient band of prehistoric Avengers? And when Captain we talk, America yeah, had the flaming skull, Yeah, right? yeah, I heard course, that. I, I, actually, I, I thought that was, uh, you know, Captain Marvel. But yeah, when you, when you go in, it's very odd in that solicit to spell out 
you know, Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider. It's very <laughs> odd with that. I don't know if they they had to remind you of that, but yeah, it starts out. And if you didn't read the legacy, it may be a little bit jarring when it does start out because it starts out one million years ago with this first Avengers team, this Avengers team uh, that was there. BC and Avengers. Leg- yeah, yeah, with that. And uh, the one thing that I actually am upset about. Now, I'll tell you, I read the legacy issue when it came out, the day it came out, actually. And I was confused as hell. So going back to read it after catching up to some things, I actually enjoyed it more. But one of the things that actually upsets me, I really wanted a book with these guys. I really yeah. thought that they were going to have – Every time I see them, even in just a few pages, I'm like, oh, that wasn't enough. I need yeah. more of it. Yeah, I really am surprised that they didn't make a book based on the – and they still may, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, boy, I like them. I, I think they're cool as hell. Uh, you want to go through who they are, Brandon? Yeah, well, you got uh, the original, quote-unquote, Doctor Strange, who goes by Agamotto. Supreme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's the OG one. Uh, then you got the, the Ghost Rider, or this version, who rides a woolly mammoth uh, instead of a motorcycle. Which is motor- badass. Motorcycle. That, that is yeah, so that's, cool. That, that's <laughs> so, like that the coolest cool. thing, yeah. Uh, then this one that always confuses me, Starbrand, who looks like Hulk. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's but weird, especially I'll when you go into the future. Yeah, that. yeah, it's a very odd uh, it's thing. It's like we especially... really had to force the Hulk thing. We don't have gamma radiation going on yet, so we need some yeah. Starbrand. Bam! Yeah, Starbrand. Yeah. Boom. And then, and then Starbrand's Star just a regular dude in, in current continuity. Yeah, that's so the weirdest weird. thing. That's the weirdest yeah. thing, yeah. Uh, that, that's the one that doesn't make sense. All the others are fine. You got uh, a lady version of Iron Fist. Yeah. Uh, you, you got Black Panther, the original. Uh, then you got uh, Phoenix, and then you got Odin. Uh, yeah, you got Thor's Odin. There. Yeah, and and it starts off with basically him, you know, toasting him, saying we're we're screwed, we're we are completely screwed, we're gonna die. And the big thing is, they took down a celestial, but that celestial had something wrong with it. It was sick. It, it had something wrong that yeah, when they, they took they it down, really sure. Yeah, and they, they're they basically just beat the shit out of it. They beat the crap out of it, and basically that's the whole deal. Is we we had some problems that wasn't even full force, so there is some problems there. And you have Odin basically being a badass where he's gonna drink and basically say to Phoenix like we're we're gonna screw, we're gonna end up dying, and we are gonna have a lot of love making going on and, and things yeah. like that. But really, it's just you know there. what, baby, this is the ultimate rejection now because Odin goes full as like, look, we're gonna go out there, we're gonna fight. We're going to die, and then we're going to go to Valhalla, and we're going to fucking fuck for the rest of yeah, like eternity. Yeah, basically. You know what, baby? Let's just go out here and fight. We'll talk about this stuff later. She just flies off. I love that woman. Like You were just freaking turned down. Yeah, you just got turned so down. Yeah, yeah. He's drinking margaritas like I was Saturday. Women want nothing to do with you after no, a night like no. that. No, that's the problem. Is, and, and the problem is that when you're drinking you're said margaritas, they, they, you don't realize that they don't want any parts of you as they walk away shaking their heads. <laughs> but, yeah, you have this. And I, I do say of all of these, to me – the uh, prehistoric Ghost Rider is awesome, and it's it's only because of the woolly mammoth to me. It, yeah, it so, flaming it, woolly mammoth. It is such a cool idea with that. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm also partial to characters with black text boxes. I really that like is that. true. That is pretty cool too. <laughs> and with that, basically, then they go off and they they're gonna fight, and it is basically to me a very cinematic like if this was a movie that's a very cool opening where you have them just you know gather they're gonna go off they're gonna fight and then you just you have the credits page again like even like a movie and then you go off and you see our three main uh, you know avengers there thor 
Tony and Cap sitting there at the bar. And if you did read the free comic book day deal, you did see that Thor and Captain America were sitting there together and basically like, hey, should we call Tony? Uh, you know, hey, we're going to call him. And when they call him, it's pretty funny because you have Captain America calling him. You have Steve calling him. They're like, hey, Tony. And you just have Thor in the background. Tell him that Thor's here too. <laughs> just yelling. And it's hilarious. It's, it's so hey, good. He, he's already drank his drink. Oh, yeah. He's uh, so drunk. I right? to well, yeah. something real quick before we get to the Tony part. Do you, you see these cavemen fighting over yeah, all yeah, the yeah. booze? Yep. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's anything? Does that is it like the first superpowers to you or what? I, I just yeah. think that that is probably the spark of of life and they're going to say that maybe that Asgardian mead is something that ended up uh, almost like me and Eric talked about it because when I read it it reminds me very much of the 2001 Space Odyssey where you had the Abyss come down and you have these the cavemen obelisk, jumping yeah. around and then they just start fighting because these guys are fighting for it as well you know it's yeah. starting like it's almost to me that that might even be like almost like a, uh, a Garden of Eden type thing that's gone wrong like this mead ends up causing a lot of trouble, but, you know, it also may turn them, well, you know, into humans and well, things like e- that. Even the same thing with the whole, the Celestials coming down that, you know, these, uh, the Avengers 1 million BC have to fight. This is the first host that comes down, which will actually see the planet with the chance of becoming, you know, mutants or metahumans or anything like that. So that's yeah. what it actually is. I actually think when they're talking earlier about, you know, are we really fighting for the right thing? Because the world's gotten to be a shitty place. We've got these eight men over here. we yeah, got people doing their stuff. Yeah. I think that this, like, you know, the Celestials came down, gave the possibility for metahumans and, you know, mutants and whatnot. This mead is probably the downfall aspect where it's like, all right, we have all this stuff that's seeded in the planet now, but we also have all yeah. these pre-humans getting drunk off their asses yeah. just causing a goddamn ruckus. And why, why I go with 2001 <laughs> is when that scene, basically, it looks like those cavemen, uh, they were fine with each other. Everybody had a lot to eat. You had a lot of things. And in that, that's when they start clubbing each other over the head with, with bones because everybody wants a piece uh, of that. I think it's kind of the same thing here that you do have the introduction of this mead, uh, you know, the alcohol, uh, the fire water, as they say. And I think that it's one of those that it starts a lot of troubles, uh, you know, later on down the line. This is the, you know, one of the first possessions type of things. That's what I get it for. And it's kind of a neat little visual uh, also yeah. to show that, like they were saying, you know, all these ape guys and this nonsense. You kind of see that right yeah, there. Yeah, if it was only shown once, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. But they show it like four different yeah. times and over the, the, the course of the And the weird thing is, is as it goes on too, it seems like, at least at the beginning, there's the three of them. And then you go off to the three, you know, Avengers there. So I yep. don't know if that's something as well. Like, oh, you know, everybody has to get together over these drinks. Look at the problem these three guys have had, and I attribute it all to alcohol. Yeah, well, there you go. And Tony, of course. He Hail Hydra, that was Temple. just him being drunk. That's just him drunk, but that's the other thing Tony I thought. Drunk talk. <laughs> I was talking to Eric, too, because as far as I know, and this is also a lot from the movie as well, that because of the Super Steve can't get drunk. I mean, I don't know if they've done that in the comics. As far as I've seen when I've been catching up with Cat, he's not really doing a lot of drinking. So I'm well, assuming that, that was the first time it finally worked for him, I guess. And, and yeah. his truth came out. He started, you know, like Riley Cooper at the concert started yelling "Hail yeah, Hydra." Yeah, that was that was crazy with Riley Cooper. <laughs> we don't need to bring that up. But yeah, it, it makes me think that 
you know, he has to, but he still orders a beer because he wants to look cool. Even yeah. though Tony, even though Tony gets the, you know, he gets the Shirley Temple, which I'm a big fan of. I am a big fan yeah. of the Shirley Temple. Oh, you're allergic uh, to hops. Yeah, because I'm allergic to hops. That's why. That and, was uh, my buddy's go-to move if he ever ordered people drinks. He'd come back with a Shirley yeah. Temple for yeah, somebody uh, like Yeah, one of our, food. one of the things me and my buddy at, at college, the guy was in my band, the drummer in my band, Ken, our go-to move as a joke would be to send somebody a beer with a stalk of celery in it. That was like the signature <laughs> move. And that was almost like, in our mind, that was like the mob the sending you, you like some off. crazy shit. I'm telling you, this was if we saw somebody that we hated. Usually, this will make sense to you, somebody in another band that I thought we were in a big feud with, which we probably <laughs> yeah. weren't, but I'm insane. So we would send shit like that. And then, you know, you give them the points. So Nirvana. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, Nirvana, <laughs> maybe Limp Bizkit. But yeah, uh, with that, they're talking. And it's about getting the, you know, the band back together. Gang Steve, back together. Steve especially wants to. Thor just seems like he's in for a good time no matter what. Yeah. Uh, he's like, which, if there's drinks, I'm there. Yeah, that's all he cares about. And as this is going on, yeah, Thor is just drinking it up. He, he does, he's a good drinker there. And with that, Tony really doesn't want to get involved. He really doesn't want to. And there's a couple things in here, like we said earlier, that are thrown in. You have the coma Tony that he mentions that he was. And he's like, you know what? I, I, I did some stuff recently, like being brain dead. It, it wasn't the greatest. You also have Steve as the Hydra, you know, cap and then the unworthy Thor, uh, that they're talking about. And they haven't been around together for a while. And really, if it isn't for what happens with the celestials coming in, I, I don't think this would ever have happened. I mean, Tony yeah. pretty much wants to bail. Uh, he's, doesn't he's want pretty it. much saying, look, look, there's, this is a young man's game now. Yeah. I could name you 20 people right now that would be a better fit for this team than us. Yeah, and with that, yeah. it it's also goes hand-in-hand hand with the fact that there's been an Avengers going on. I mean, just because they haven't been involved, there's been an Avengers. So Tony's just like, you know, we, we can't step but on Tony, these people's Tony, I want to say Avengers Assemble. Yeah, really. That's all he wants to <laughs> yeah. say, uh, uh, which makes it does make me laugh there because that's all he wants to say. That's the big joke going there with the, you know, don't say the A word. Kind of like the movie joke, too. They haven't yeah. really let him say it in forever. Yeah. I bet you they say it in the last one. Yeah, yeah, they probably will. And with that, he Tony gets uh, word from his AI that there is a threat. There's a, a threat coming from space. And basically, this is like, okay, you know, we're going to have to assemble. Yeah, you're right. It just is a, you know, it, it's the worst luck for Tony, it seems. But for Cap and Thor, who they seem to have not much going on right now, uh, it's pretty good. But then we go All right, off. we got a few drinks into us. Time for a brawl. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Brandon, you take it because then we go to Doctor Strange and Black Panther. Yeah, so these guys are are way under the ground in South Africa. They're Two kind of miles visiting straight down. Yeah, yeah, they're vi- yeah. They're visiting this site where, if you read the legacy issue, it all wrapped up with these archaeologists finding the celestial down yep. there, and Loki end up uh, going down there by the end of the issue. So they're they're investigating the remains of these archaeologists. Jim, yep. shout out yep. to you there. Yeah, uh, they were alleged. Well, this is the thing. Kept you safe. <laughs> this is why my dad never let me be an archaeologist. He said, listen, son, I know that there's these things called celestials out there. And yeah. if you find one, you'll burn to death. I think like, it's going to send a beacon out to these dark celestials. It's going to go bad. You got to stay away dad. from that, Jimmy boy. That's for you, daddy. 
But yes. He subscribed to the Bible of Jack Kirby, apparently. You never yes, knew. Yes, he but, did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He'd probably slice your throat if he ever even heard you say He, he would have no idea what you're talking about. Like he could get up and catch Brandon. Yeah, really? That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm wiry unless I'm drunk. That is true. Down, Wait, what you, he's 600 pounds. No, look, yeah, but he just said when he's drunk. He, he's in Buffalo. When, when isn't he? You know, what is that, <laughs> Thursday morning? There's only that's four about hours it. a day they don't let yeah, us Yeah, really, drink, but that's so. where my dad will come and get you. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. where he'll be stupid enough to get uh, his jazzy. Sometime. <laughs> no, no, that jazzy wouldn't go well in Buffalo either. The tires would spin a lot in that ice, and I'm talking in July. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes, July, our snow pile. Now, uh, the other thing about this before you go, uh, you said about the archaeologist in the legacy issue, but also the wraparound in that free comic book day issue did show you that where Loki ended that, uh, he did get that celestial where they're looking and they don't find anything. It's because Loki pretty much is zoop and yeah, went off. And then freaking, uh, you know, landed What's it on, on Odin. Body? He, he just landed it on Odin. Odin, poor Odin was trapped under it at one point, whatever, but go on. Hey, daddy, remember this? Yeah, yeah, here you go, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, remember when he stuck that snake in my face? But yeah. uh and anyway, he he uh Black Panther word via Odin is down here with Doctor Strange checking this all out. They're finding the cave writings on the wall, you know, yeah. via metal kinda. Yeah, that uh, was very metal esque where they find <laughs> their tribe, you know, their symbols and they're all there. So that that yeah. was pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, so they're trying to figure out what's, you know, what's what? Are, is somebody fucking with them? Where's this celestial if it's underground because it shouldn't have just vanished? Yeah. They basically find these giant tunnels uh, that, that they decide they're going to investigate because Black Panther lost equipment down there. Now, that yep. would tell me not to investigate. Yeah, yeah. He, he sends the thing down the hole, and he's like, it went down 200 miles or whatever. And, well, and then that's yeah. when I ran out as a signal. When, when they investigate this thing, too, they're talking about this thing is like 200 like, kilometers long or something. They're pretty much describing the body of a slush. They have no idea yeah. what's down there. They're just investigating it, and it's just an empty hole because these archaeologists die because of something. And there's magic. That and now there's just this empty point, thing. And now yeah. it's not there. So, like, yeah. obvi- but everything they're describing, which they should know, celestial. It's so funny. <laughs> this is like it was fingers. This yeah. would be like this. It's basically, yeah, they, they've made the deal. Uh, also, they do mention that uh, Dr. Strange mentions like, oh, the magic. And there was all this magic here and it recently disappeared. There's the tie into his deal. And uh, again, I'll stress that if anybody is like, oh, man, you know, I have to catch up or I have to do this. It does such a good job. And Jason Aaron does this thing where basically they throw stuff out there to make you know that it is tying into something, but you don't have an editor's note for most of it. You know, you have this thing that's almost like, I promise you, that we'll explain things as we go, but if you want to know... Go and see these guys' individual books, and that's the other thing that I really like this, and I'll I'll say it more than, say, a DC thing, that most of the guys, because it's the Avengers here, and you do have it with the Justice League, which would be the, the counterpart, but every one of these guys has a book. That you can go and read to catch up, but you don't need to. But most no, of them they, are they, pretty they sp- darn good. So and they spell yeah. out things. You know, like you said, there's no editor notes. But even like Doctor Strange talking about the magic that was keeping yeah. whatever here bound. It's like all magic died recently during my battle with a group of science cultists called the Empirical, and yeah. the spells were here. You know, are ancient, so they wouldn't have reconstituted because of this whole death of magic thing recently. Yeah. So and you're with, like, okay, yeah. I, there's a recent Doctor Strange story I can go check out. Yeah, and, and really, uh, yeah, that when one we were, was good too. I would recommend it. If yeah, you, it, Jason Aaron wrote it too. Yeah, so. yeah, 
And, and that's the other thing well, is when, everything. and when Brandon, uh, when we were talking about this, I said to Brandon, like, what would I, and this wasn't even, I'm not saying about the podcast. I'm just saying in general, because the only reason this is starting, you know, spur of the moment deal is because we decided our, me and Eric were talking and we really like this Avengers. We really like the idea. And I was reading stuff just to catch up for myself. And Brandon, you said, just, you know, go read the legacy issue, read all of the others, you know, whatever characters are going to go to fresh start, read their legacy issues, which I did. It's not, that's not a lot of work, actually. There hasn't no. been a it's ton like of issues. Eight, yeah, I yeah, think, I'm telling you, it's, it's basically like a trade, a little more than a trade for each character. But they do mention some things before. For that, you know, say a, you know, stuff with Hydra Cap and, you know, stuff with, you know, Thor, why he's unworthy and stuff like that. But even those stories, you can go back and either read, like, most people heard about the Hydra Cap thing. So yeah, really, yeah. and that's really all you need to know from this. Yeah, there's, there's, there's oh not God. a whole lot you need no, to read that's what about I'm saying. That. Just know he went bad and he's good again. You know? But if all you right. really, yeah, that's basically it. And you can get a, a bunch of that from the legacy issue going into his legacy run that leads up to that, even though it has some wacky things about time travel, which is nonsense. But, uh, <laughs> but even so, uh, you really can catch up with this and you don't really have to. Again, I've just, with that little bit with, with Doctor Strange, I really like the way he throws that out there of just uh, if you know what's going on, that's great. But you don't really have to. But you can. I, I just I think that he does it in such a subtle way that it, it actually really impressed me throughout this whole issue how he did it. But, yeah, uh, keep going, Brad. I'm sorry to interrupt. As I no, no. Still. That, that's basically the end of this section because they decide to go in the holes they shouldn't and Going uh, to the center of the earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they they get and they're to, gone. Uh, and, yeah. we, we we move on to visit Ghost Rider and and Robbie Reyes. He's yeah. all pissed off trying to get his bearings together from being taken to South Africa. Like you know, he's he's having Spider Man moments a la black suit. Yeah, uh, yeah. When he goes to bed. Ghost Rider's doing things. Yeah, and when when you ha- when you have that again, if you read the legacy issue, you get a lot just from that. You, you kind of get the idea of what he did because that's where he went off to South Africa, woke up, and like, what the hell did I drive to South Africa? I'm yeah, like, what? This, what are you this wrong? Ghost turn? Rider stuff has been a little crazy because they they've been kind of featuring uh the the original Ghost Rider yeah. Johnny Blaze or since Legacy, and they've kind of been this Robbie Reyes dude. They they've kind of shoveled him off to the, him side, the side. So I don't yeah, know yeah. where he's really been hanging out since Legacy. Yeah, but uh, which is crazy. Why they put him in the solicit? I know. That, yeah, it's, it's very really odd. Confuses me what they're doing with Ghost Rider and which I guess one they that maybe roll they with. just wanted to. You know, I I don't know. It is odd. It's but yeah, two different demons. The ones that that these guys are possessed by. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's technically yeah. different characters, but yeah. you know this same name. Well, like, yeah, why yeah. not? When Robbie woke woke up in South Africa after the Ghost Rider had hijacked his life, that's when he fought the Star Brand, yeah, and actually defeated him using the Penance Stare, which this Ghost Rider didn't even know he had that power until that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, but go on. Like I said, I don't know what they're doing with this Ghost Rider. He's trying to figure it out as well. He, he sends like his his you know sidekick kid inside yeah. he's like you know let let me out leave me out here i like I'm to call him wheels out. but that's not appropriate <laughs> hey wheels get in there wheels well it's like you know like johnny blaze we had you know he's possessed by the spirit of vengeance now freaking robbie here he's possessed by a spirit of a serial killer who was a satanist yeah. and stuff like yeah, that so it's, it's a completely different kind of character that we're dealing with who is you know it's not all for vengeance at this point because like you know he is off doing his own things when robbie yeah. is unconscious yeah, and yeah. It, it's funny because it just it goes hand in hand with most of the 
Marvel characters have, you know, more than one right now. I mean, a lot of them have, you know, multiple versions of, of the things that are kind of, I, I would guess that by the end of Fresh Start, that would kind of get whittled down a bit with some that can just kind of go off and do something else or whatever, but we'll, we'll see. But yeah, I like Robbie Reyes. I actually yeah, said I mean, that, this is the one that was, uh, in those few agents of Agents of Shield, uh, yeah. episodes yeah. Agents of Shield they did. Those were actually the best Agents of Shield and episodes. That's, I'm sorry, I didn't watch Agents of Shield for a long time until I heard that Ghost Rider was going to be in and I saw I'm like, oh my god, this is badass looking. And then I watched a few episodes with Ghost Rider, then I fell off again completely, and we'll never yeah. watch it again. Most likely. Yeah, and it's funny that's, when that's I first, what I did too. yeah, when I first read this Avengers, and I, you know, I go in, and, and I'll tell you, Eric will tell you, I sit there. Uh, our first hour and a half of work is me telling them about whatever I was reading. You know, oh, oh, yeah. unworthy Thor. It's this, this, and this. And I was going, and uh, it was funny because I'm like, yeah, the Avenger, they have the Ghost Rider. And he's like, which one? Is it the car one or the? It's the car one. He's like, oh, cool. <laughs> and uh, you know, so and uh, I even showed him the picture of in this at this point when he does kind of turn into Ghost Rider, and I said, it looks badass. I mean, this yeah. whole this whole issue looks so good. Yeah, I does. really like it. But yeah, uh, basically, it, it shows you in this that, you know, he he's kind of pissed off. Like you said, he hasn't been sleeping for a while uh, because he doesn't want to wake up in Russia next or something. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, in that in that legacy thing, he's like, man, I must have fallen asleep for a while. I drove to South Africa. And I said, what are you, wrong turn? Um, <laughs> you can't drive to South Africa. There's craziness. But, Alaska but and Russia connected again. Well, that's, that's one of the powers of this Robbie Reyes, yeah, where yeah. he can actually teleport anything yeah. at any given time. It just time. was funny the way he yeah. said it. Like, the way he said it, like, man, I oh, God damn, where'd I leave my car? It's South just, Africa. Yeah, it made me laugh so much. Pacific Railway. That's yeah, what yeah, that's all yeah. you need. He's, uh, you would have one of the weirdest versions of Dude, Where's My Car? Uh, starring Ghost Rider, uh, because it could be anywhere. But yeah, and yeah. Uh, you continue on, and Eric, you can take over now. You take yeah. over. It's a, it's oh, a, me a threesome. Over. Yes, I'll let you say something in this one. Well, we go like you know to She-Hulk, which is a thing where it's like it's so weird to me because we're really forcing She-Hulk into this yeah. when she has nothing to do. She's not a holoback girl, though. She's not she's a holoback girl. girl. She, she is not a holoback like, girl. You know, this guy is hollering at her, as you like to say, <laughs> she's and she's holler. not that about it. She's just trying to like maintain herself and not turn into She-Hulk. Which is a thing, too, because I have not been on the She-Hulk tip for a long time. So seeing her here was kind of cool because I really liked the character, but yeah. I haven't read Marvel Comics regularly in a long time. And I always thought that she remained She-Hulk for whatever reason in my mind. And it was kind of funny seeing her trying to, like, it's almost pulling that Bruce Banner aspect, which I'm like, uh, it's a cool aspect to a degree. But I really wish she just stayed She-Hulk the entire time. You just wonder She-Hulk. I just wonder why yeah. these guys won't shut the hell up. I mean, really, it's so over the top with this. They're like, hey, baby. You know what? The Upper West she's Side just, is hardcore, man. I'm telling you, it's the Upper West Side. She's going around. She's got her hoodie on. She's got her iPod. She's listening to some tunes, maybe a podcast. But then, hey, baby, need some company? I'm telling you, at this point nowadays, I think that every one of these guys could be arrested. The one guy almost puts <laughs> hands on her, and then she looks like the Wicked Witch of the she's West. She's already got her phone out tweeting me, too. That's what I'm saying. saying. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's doing. These guys, hey, baby. And it's not even just one guy. It goes because it looks like, and it, it might be the art style because it does change because it does look like it's the same guy, but he seems to change at one point a little bit. Hey, come on. She just walks by and the guy just won't shut up. Hey, listen. And she's like, so my head still trying to keep it together. Just want to be alone. What that baby? He 
he's, I think he's had too mar, too many margaritas. She looks at him, he runs away. I'm like, God, that, that is way over the top. But go on, Eric, because yeah. then we, we get to who. We move off to the Alpha Flight Station, which is the headquarters for Earth's planetary defense station where Captain Marvel is going off because there's a giant energy vortex that is opening that she's trying to figure out because it's a teleportational lattice, as they call it. Yeah. And then we need to find out what the hell is going on in this because it's a gigantic thing that they can't shut down no matter what they try with all the other satellites that Tony Stark has and whatnot. And a giant hand comes out and like, oh, God, the Celestials are here. Yeah, Everybody yeah. fucking run. Batten yeah. hatches. And it's crazy because when this happens at this point, also those eggs that we saw that uh, – Doctor Strange and Black Panther ran into, they start kind of hatching, but then they also seem to break through up at uh, Robbie Reyes that you have them coming out. Yeah, it is a little odd. Because right here we have Robbie Reyes in New York, I believe, but like, you know, we're still like at the center of coming down from South Africa where we do see all of these eggs. And like we we were told before, and uh, I forget which one it was, we had the Avengers 10,000, I mean, 1 million BC, where the celestial that came down the fallen was digging into the earth but yeah. like you know was something wrong with him this is when they defeated him and i don't know if these eggs are the thing that he was actually trying to get to initially because when they get down there there's a bunch of eggs and it, they just seem to start hatching at that point i don't know why they're hatching now but they seem to be they could be all over Worldwide. the world because yeah robbie reyes is still trying to figure out his ghost rider problems when the yeah. fucking street opens up and these insecticon looking motherfuckers come <laughs> yeah. out of the ground yeah they come out just crazy insecticons. yeah oh, no, no yeah not. Nobody likes triple changers, but yeah, they, they attack. He turns into Ghost Rider and attacks. And at this point, it, it's pretty much balls to the wall. And what we see is, and it's weird too, because they're playing, Jason Aaron's playing with the whole celestial deal. Uh, when the hand comes out, you think that it's obviously coming out to grab something. But in fact, these are dead celestials. They are just falling. Like just falling. Yes. falling yeah, they're just, just, just gigantic. falling. Angels. Did they fly too close the to the sun, Eric? Is that what you're Not telling me? But yeah, they are falling. And as this happens, you have Cap Thor and, uh, and, uh, Tony. They pretty much engage, get the Quinjet there. You know, the Avengers Speaking are assembling sun, here. Somebody needs to take a page from Superman's book and start throwing these guys in. Yeah, it. really. That's what they should do. Just get rid of them. But as this is going on, they go to this first one that's falling and Captain Marvel pretty much stops it, this puts one it over to the pull Hudson. A Sully Sullivan. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, who knows? The only thing that I'm waiting for is when you go on Twitter and somebody's upset that Captain Marvel only saved the one that was going to hit New York and didn't care about the other places around the world because they start falling. Just like Sully, I put it down in the Hudson, but yeah, really. there were no survivors. Yes, no survivors at all. But yeah, you see it there. They actually averted, you know, she averted a bunch of destruction there. But the problem is, it wasn't the only one, and shit is going wrong. And and that's the thing, is you see them just destroying places. Luckily, they don't destroy the pyramids. I still can be an archaeologist and go there. Uh, But London looks like it's gotten destroyed. I mean, all over the place, they're just falling. Uh, And they have to go and try to stop it. Which is weird, because I'm telling you, we have this big teleportation lattice, as Captain Marvel likes to call it. Yeah. like... That is one point. How are these things that are coming out of this one point falling all over the world? Yeah, 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 and that, that yeah, that's the that Earth is a spins. that is a question. <laughs> that uh, it gets caught in the gravity, gravity, and the polarity, I, I Eric, I and it swings it around. It, yeah, it does too. In the, the one panel, they're all coming out together, or yeah. they're falling in the same spot. One See? of the two is happening. Exactly. So when you fall together, the way the polarity goes, you end up in major cities and and landmarks around the world. It makes sense to me. Of I, yeah, it is a little bit off there that they do come through this one deal. It seems. 
and then land around. I'm not around, one but... of them, you know, astronomers there, but you know, it's got to seem hey. a little weird there. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I'm not no rocket surgeon. Yeah, and who is? And they, they say basically, you know, oh my god, Alpha Flight's all freaking out. Everybody's freaking out. I love uh, it too because I, you know, like I said, I've been out of the game for a long time. Though, just the idea of Alpha Flight is the last defense of Earth. Yeah, Earth. I'm like yeah. Alpha Flight was just such a joke to me growing up. Like, <laughs> you know, what are we gonna have Puck doing? What's Puck up to? Yeah. The Canadians so, need something to do. Hey, that's true. That is true. And that with that, they end up uh, seeing what appears to be the final host. It says Earth, now the final host. You see him coming through. And they're pretty much like, okay, Tony, this is the end of Tony even thinking that the Avengers aren't going to assemble. Uh, they have to do something. And, and shit's gone wrong. Thor, you know, is all fired up. But with that, he says, you know what? Do it. Cap, Cap's putting on his, you know, his mask there and getting ready. And he says, do it. And that's how we end with Avengers Assemble. And, and they look is, awesome. This is one of these little plot, like not plot points, one of these like tools to a degree, these kind of like, you know, hook moments that I really love where we have these things that come out that are the biggest bed you could possibly think of, something that you could never take down, let alone a bunch of them. And then you realize that's not the case. You have to fight the guys that yeah, that's what I love it. I actually love it. Dark Celestials that came out and like these three of them right now. There might be more later on, but it's weird too because like looking into some things, it seemed like we had Dark Celestials before that were all defeated, but they are all you know a black kind of color besides for like the white energy like you know to make out their armor, but. These all are individually, like, you know, colored and have their own kind of personality to them. Yeah, so they love. I'm actually curious to see what's up with these versions of the Celestials, the Dark Celestials, like, compared to what we had well, previously. Well, and, and you say that, and to me, like Brandon said earlier, when you were down in the caves with Black Panther and uh, Doctor Strange, you had the idea that they had those symbols on the wall. And I was like, oh, yeah. you know, I said the same thing right away. Oh, my God, that, that looks like metal. These actually do appear like the dark multiverse version of the <laughs> Celestials. I'm like, oh, here we go. But I, I really like it. The only other thing that I, I we passed that I wanted to, to mention, because there's there's some jokes in here, and I did like them. They're not over the top. Again, I really yeah. like Jason Aaron. One of one of my favorite parts that I actually every time I read it I laugh was when uh, Black Panther and Doctor Strange were down below, and that at one point Black Panther's like, "Hey, you know, you're I got you." Archaeology's like, "I'm not that kind of doctor." But then when he's like, "Who my Doctor Strange senses are tingling," and Black Panther's <laughs> like, "You don't dig? That's not something you have." And I, it really made me laugh. Uh, you know, even though we had the was. three, you know, main Avengers hanging out at a bar, this bullshit, you did get a lot of humor out of this Doctor oh, yeah. Strange Black Panther moments. Because even though oh, they were they my favorite deal to the center of the Earth, Doctor Strange's like, I'm using all the magic, you know, I can to keep the like the pressure from killing me. And stuff. I'm like, yeah. how the hell? Oh, that's right, you're Black Panther. Yeah, you're and Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love it. And and really with that, um, Doctor Strange is one of my least favorite characters. That it's just a guy I'm not interested in. In my, if you listen to the so DC so podcast, supreme, well, if you listen to the DC podcast, I mean, this is like why I don't really, I don't know, magic. He just doesn't never talk gets backwards. Me. That, that's yeah, the bonus that's what I'm saying. But even that, for. like Hellblazer, I'm not a big fan of. But the, if the weirdest thing is. I like Ghost Rider, though, because he looks badass. <laughs> That's all I need. And Dr. Strange always looks so goofy Dr. to Strange me. Dr. Strange looks badass. Yeah. He looks so goofy. He's the goofiest <laughs> looking guy in the whole deal, but Dude, I, I love I, him I, here. Some bonus, he scored some bonus points. I never read any Dr. Strange yeah. in my life until Jason Aaron took over yeah. that book, and I read that run, and so did I really I. liked him there. I like it, him I, now. This is my point. I liked it's, him in the Avengers movie. I didn't like him in his solo movie. No, I didn't so even I, see I the solo movie. Relationship yeah, I didn't Dr. even Strange. see the solo movie. I, I did like him in the I really Avengers the movie. movie. Um, I just, until I started getting ready to get fresh start here, 
uh, I didn't read any Doctor Strange, though I said to Eric, like, back in the day, I think that those were kind of the covers where I had my one buddy whose dad would drop off Marvel. You'd see him, like, every three weeks, uh, and he'd drop off a bunch of stack of Marvel comics, and I'd go through, and, and things like that would get my eye would be Doctor Strange, a Silver Surfer, or a uh, obviously a Ghost Rider, stuff like that. But I was never interested in the character. Maybe it's because, like you said, uh, that I did like him in the Avengers movie, but also, Jason Aaron's run is really good. So I, I yeah. actually, and it's a weird deal of getting ready for this and doing this. I become a bit of a Doctor Strange fan, while Captain America is my favorite character, and I think always will be in Marvel. Uh, but I do like all of these, and I actually am excited about this team because there's some things like a Captain Marvel that I really have no connection with, and even She-Hulk. Like uh, like Eric said, he he likes She-Hulk. When he found out, when we when none of this was going on, we just heard the team. And I I said to Eric, this is like a team that Eric has been wanting on the Justice League at DC, yeah. where you have the core, but then you also have these other characters that are cool to get into and stuff like that. I think this team's awesome. Well, even like I, the, the last thing that I was really excited about at Marvel, and I was still picking up a bunch of Marvel stuff, was the all new Avengers when Brian Michael Bendis put that out yeah. because. I thought the team was crazy, and I love that kind of aspect to a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's you know, and and it's a weird deal with this where you do get a good mix of things, and I I loved it. I I love this issue uh, so much. I like just reading something that's that's fun. Uh, you have, like we said, they, you have the legacy deal with that. But really, I'm jumping in new, so I, that doesn't really go. But I like it's well-paced. You go back and forth. You Obviously, this is another thing. And obviously, when we do this, we're going to kind of, uh, for a while at least, or forever, we're going to compare it to a lot of DC things we've done. And a lot of times with the Justice League book up until now, up until this point exactly, in Rebirth over there, uh, you never get an issue that has enough of every character. And yeah, She-Hulk was the, She-Hulk's the one bit here that you're like, oh, yeah, I, I yeah. wish we had more. But you get a good taste of every character, especially if you have just started reading this just fresh for the fresh start. I think that already in this, if I, I want to go read every other fresh start book with these characters in it, because even if I'm not a big Black Panther fan, I think he's awesome in here. Doctor Strange, awesome. I even think that Robbie Reyes, the little bit that we get of him, Robbie is Reyes really, is probably my favorite really character cool. In this That's right what now. I'm saying. It's really cool. And he's only in, like Jason Aaron can do that with, he's only in a couple panels. And it's so good. It's so good. And he does a really good job of with the main three. You don't really need to have a ton of them just yet because everybody knows them. So it's basically all just them getting together. And, you know, seeing the rest of, I wish there was more She-Hulk, but it does say, and in the back, the, the last bit that I'll mention, it does have the, you know, on sale in two weeks and they have the little bit of what's going to be a next issue. And it does say that uh, it looks like Ghost Rider and Savage Hulk are going to end up fighting each other and things like that. So that <laughs> sounds really cool. We'll find out. And the way they're doing it, I thought it was really good because if you don't know who the Celestials are, if you haven't been reading anything and you don't know, like I didn't know, uh, it doesn't matter because yeah, they're dead. I got to do a little homework. I've read But some I'm saying this is the them. best part. They're dead. Yeah, they're so crazy. really, we're just going to find out about Fresh the time. final host. 
and the New Deal. And like Eric said, that's the best thing ever is when you can work that into something where you think it happens all the time. I mean, it happened yeah. in, in, uh, you know, in the, uh, Phantom Menace, even like, oh, there's always a bigger fish. But it's also, it's awesome when you have the idea that the biggest thing that you see, oh my God, that's huge. They could never defeat him. And then you see they've been bitch slapped by something bigger. And oh, then God. that is raising the stakes times 20. It's really good. I thought it was done very smartly by that. Uh, but what would you give it, Eric? Uh, I would probably be like, you know, this is my first time out. You know, I read this issue and it really actually got me excited for what's to come. And like, you guys kept comparing this to the, like, you know, the way metal felt when it first happened and stuff like that because of the way yeah. we had all the, like, the past tribes and whatnot, the, like, the stuff that came before leading into this big kind of, you know, multiversal, like, universal event, whatever you want yep. to give it. But the thing that's great about this, you jumped into Dark Days of the Forge or Dark Days of Casting, or even Metal Number One. And they're just throwing everything yeah. they have at you, no matter if you've been reading or not. This gives subtle hints of things that have come that you can go back and check out. And even just reading at Thresh, you know some stuff's gone down. They do a good enough job to briefly explain it away in a, in a, like, you know, in a way that you're not confused by what's going on. And I really appreciated that aspect to it. It's just like, cause metal, it just threw stuff at you, whether you've been reading or not. It still didn't make sense. It was just there. This all has a lead up to it that all makes sense for where they want to go with this fresh start with Avengers number one. I love the art. So yeah, eight out of 10 for this first. Yeah. Issue. And we didn't even talk about it. The art is incredible. And I, I really at the end, this and the legacy issue to me really feel like the rebirth number one. But while the rebirth number one to me always felt like an apology for the new 52 leading into that. This, I think they did such a good job of this being the number one issue because when you read this, you do get the idea like, oh, you know what? I don't know what this, this, uh, fresh start's going to be like. Uh, I hope that I, at the end of this, I think you're rest assured that every book is going to be able to guide you into this and you don't need to be somebody who read, you know, a million things before. And again, you have it where you and also if you have. you want to, you can. And, and you, yeah, yeah, and you still have like the legacy numbering too, but you know, I'm going with the number one because of what yeah. I'm dealing with. But with that, I think it's done so well that it does give you like a, a blueprint of what I say is going to be coming with this fresh start. But it never felt like recap at all. It never felt to me like I, I missed out on something. But it also didn't feel to me as if uh, Jason Aaron was like, oh, here we go. I got to waste an issue to get this fucking gym on board. It really <laughs> felt like he did the perfect job of pretty much just establishing these characters going forward, what they're going to do. But also, like we said, a subtle hint of what's going on. But enough that you know going forward and also that okay that's stated let's go i thought it was really really well done and with the art i'm telling you i'm more of a positive guy than eric i'm going to be a positive peter because i can't give this i'm giving it a nine five that's how much i liked it and how much it impressed me uh going forward so we'll see you know how that maintains but what would you give it brandon uh, I'm I'm in between both of you i would go eight five uh yeah. I, it was definitely an avengers book that you know, I'm happy to be reading again. I'm I'm glad they've got it like pared down to just a one book title and it, yeah. it's not split up over four or five different books or coming out weekly or anything crazy like that. So yeah. you just got like your main characters plus a few ancillary characters that are, you know, just interesting and we'll have cool team dynamics once everyone, yeah. you know, gets together and meet up. 
Uh, and, and I love that they're all doing like there's like it's almost like the Infinity War where everybody is off doing their own thing that's yeah. part of the greater whole, yeah. which yeah. will eventually get them all together to face this threat together as the new Avengers. And, yeah, and the, they, they yeah. almost don't even know it yet. And, yeah, and with that, that's, that's the other thing I really like too because where you saw, I think they did a good job where you saw the legacy issue and this team for the most part, I, you know, Captain Marvel's there, but the rest pretty much are this team that's almost like a destiny team. This is a team that's... But there's never a part in this of, like, we're supposed... I read the scrolls, and they said we had to do this. Like, we do. It's happening very naturally uh, to the point where I don't think it'll ever be forced that way. It's just what is always supposed to happen. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really into it. I, of course, was the most positive there. Um, way more than Eric Shane, as always. Yeah. That is something that always will be. That's another thing of destiny, I believe. Yeah. But uh, just... I want to see the issue in two weeks. Like come out and be just as good, and that you know yeah. that'll that will definitely then like, you'll you know, be really make good. Me and... So happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling yeah, you, this that... made me very happy. And reading some of it these, with the like number one issues where they get a lot of time to do it, they always hit right, and then yeah. you get that follow up where it's kind true. of you know, salvage and it, a little and bit. The, and the next one will be coming out in two weeks. Now, in the meantime, uh, like we said, we're just going to be focusing on the legacy art legacy the fresh start issues the number ones and all that so the next week uh the next issue we'll be talking about is venom number one which is a crazy second issue of Fre- it, it really threw me though it, they are kind of centering a lot uh, they, on they venom recently pimping venom yeah, out at yeah, yes. for like a and, year yeah, plus and really nonstop. getting ready to get ready for fresh start i, I was this, this is the venom the space stuff. night right no, it is oh, not. It that is was a not. good book, though. Yeah, want, every, everybody book. who read that seemed to love that. But yeah, uh, with that, yeah, the next issue for next week will be Venom number one. So we'll be doing that. And again, as these go on, we'll see how these kind of go and how much, you know, they, they maintain uh, this fresh deal because I, I thought this was great. I, I don't it's, think that anybody could pick Venom this up I and think- hate it. The real reason this Venom one's coming out next is it's like their hot, their hot yeah. next, their new writer Donny Cates and yeah, yeah, uh, it's Donny Cates. Everything he touches has been pretty good. No, it, it's so, it's yeah. great because in the meantime, uh, I talked to Donny Cates now and again. It, it's a weird deal with ever having nothing, nothing to do with Marvel. It was because I love that Paybacks uh, series yeah. that he did way back, and I did some reviews, and he is a very, very nice guy now. I haven't really talked to him since he's gotten all fancy over here at Marvel because I'm telling you, <laughs> he is. He's like to me right now, like you said, if Jason Aaron is the Jeff Johns, Donny Cates is the Tom King with yeah. talent. With talent, oh, yeah. I'll say. But, yeah, he's that hot guy <laughs> that, yeah, he doesn't seem to be able to do anything wrong. So I'm expecting to really enjoy that and actually getting excited because I don't think Eric has ever read an issue that he has done. So I want to see what Eric well, thinks about it. So. But that is the end of the podcast. I hope you guys like it. Uh, we will be trying to do this, you know, every week doing some things. I think there is a week coming up that there isn't a uh, fresh start book, so we'll see. But for now – this is what you'll get. Me, Brandon, and Eric just talking some fresh start. Eric, what do you say at the end of this one? Did you that's come up with something? Episode, oh, that's my goodness. It for this episode. Until next time, make mine fresh start. <laughs> oh,